The guests on Love Hurts occasionally use some adult language and go into some more intense subject matter, but that's kind of how real life works anyway. This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. Today's guest is Gaster Almonte. Gaster is a comedian living in Brooklyn. Gaster sat down with me and took us through three chapters of love in his life. Missing signs of flirtation as a college student, realizing the moment he would marry his wife, and what love means when you're a parent. This episode was recorded live at the Crane Theater in New York City as a part of Tailfest, a five-day storytelling festival. So now I'm going to do a quick little conversation here uh, with my guest. He's been featured on Comedy Central. Uh, he had an album come out that was at pretty like top of the iTunes charts, if not the top of the iTunes charts, called Immigrant Made. Uh, everyone, put your hands together for Gasser Almonte. Yeah. Cool. Let's do it. Thanks so much for being here. Nah, thanks for having me. How y'all doing out there? Y'all good? What's what's up? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I usually just kind of tell people, like, say hello, and then uh, set you up on what you want to talk about today. So you said I could just talk about like any type of relationships I've had. Any type of relationships, yeah, whether romantic or if it involves family or a mixture of every some religion. I don't, however, whatever you want to throw into your relation, your relationship journey that you've had. I'm with it. I figured I would touch on a lot of random moments of where. At the time, I didn't realize what was happening in my uh, dating life. I've been with the same girl, uh, now my wife, for the overwhelming majority of my adult life. And looking back, I realized I was very stupid at dating over and over again. Um, (laughs) In college, my freshman year, I went to Baruch. And um, they have like a real, uh, they built a vertical campus. They have a real nice uh, dining, like short order cook area in the first floor. And I was regularly getting a bacon, egg, and cheese or a grilled cheese sandwich every morning when I got that. I thought it was cool to like order around this white guy to make my food. I never had this power before. <laughs> Made my day. Like, yo, you're going to make this, you know? It was great, you know? And uh, I enjoyed that. So one day I'm down there, I'm ordering uh, my grilled cheese as I know grilled cheese to be, you know, just American slices, cheese. I, I was getting weed at the time. My, my, my mom had put me into that. I was like, okay, this is cool. And this uh, this girl comes over who, at this point, I had only known as a girl who sits at the bottom of the steps when I come out of my second class on Tuesdays. That is all I know of her. So she was on your radar, but you literally had no... Right, like, yeah. oh, cute chick, yeah. really pretty, but this is also the end of my school day, so I'm not going to see you. Like, yeah. the, you know, I'm not going to stop my <laughs> getting to the sixth train to get home flow either. So... Cool, but you know, let, let, I gotta keep it moving. I got a schedule to keep it. So I see her, and she's looking at me like disgusted. I was like, "What's going on?" And she's like, "That that is the most basic way of making that sandwich." She was disturbed <laughs> with with, with my, my my grilled cheese game, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" She comes over, she cuts off the cook. She's like, "Yo, don't make them that shit. This is what you're gonna make." And she does uh, Swiss cheese. Uh, what's the cheese with the G? The like a gouda, a gouda, gu- yeah, yeah. I don't Gruyere. know how to say it, okay. but that one, you know, she said those two and tomatoes, and she did sourdough bread, which is a game changer. I ain't gonna front, <laughs> flip the script. I give her full credit, you know. She made the sandwich, she paid for the sandwich, got herself uh, 
a, a, a tea, didn't get her own sandwich. And she's like, I want you to try it. Tell me what you think. I was like, okay, cool. We sat down. We ate the sandwich. I was like, this is fantastic. She's like, I thought so. And I was like, all right, cool. I got to go. And I kept the movie. <laughs> right? Like, oh, this is Yeah, you were like, okay, great. I got my sandwich. This is great. I got to keep yeah. moving on with my life. I've learned something for yeah. the better. You, you, uh, you've improved me as a person. I didn't know there was more to this interaction, you know? I just went home. <laughs> So, yeah, you yeah. thought she was just doing a nice thing in the world. Like, she's like, I got to tell as many people about it. Yeah, this like a good Samaritan yeah. of sandwiches. Like, yeah. she was out there. <laughs> like, I like to think she was at different, like, Panera Breads. Like, yo, chill, change that order. Yeah, you were the fifth person she's done that to that day. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. I was one of many. But uh, apparently that was her saying, yo, we should talk. <laughs> yeah. And you should hit on me. And I was supposed to do more at that point. I didn't notice. Uh, but I learned this years later when I was... Uh, raving about this sandwich to my wife. I was like, honey, I want you to make, I met this sandwich savant in college. Legendary girl. She's incredible. You need to try this. And she's like, did you date this girl? I'm like, why would I date the sandwich lady? She was busy out there bringing good to the world. I couldn't get in the way of that. Yeah, she had her superhero thing. That, that, was, her, that was her whole life. Like how much more productive would Clark Kent have been as Superman, if he didn't always have to save Lois Lane, yeah, like yeah. if he didn't have that on it, I couldn't have that on my conscience, knowing that I stopped this amazing sandwich maker from getting to more people. Yeah, it was a very selfless act because you didn't want her taking away from all the other sandwiches that she could be sharing with people. Pure hearted. Yeah, man, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> but that is a very funny. Like this is my way of flirting, and I just missed it. Uh, completely. It just because it just you never interacted with her again after no, that. And that was the thing. So then it got like. Oddly awkward, right? Because she still <laughs> she still sits at the steps, at the bottom of the steps, and I get out for second period. So, like, the first few times, like, I was, like, excited. And mind you, I'm still not thinking that she was hitting on me because I learned this years later from my wife. Yeah. So, at the time, I'm thinking, okay, she's still going to be on her routine. So, I'm coming down the stairs. I see her. What I'm supposed to do, apparently, is go talk to her, you know, oh, what's going on? I really appreciate it. I fucked up last time. You know, this is my name. This is my number. We should talk. Instead, I was giving her a ton of kudos for the sandwich, <laughs> right? So I would come down. I'd be like, yo, sandwich chick, crush the game. I told my friends about what you do. We all got grilled cheeses, you know? Second time, uh, she happened to know some people that, like, kind of knew me. So I gave him that. I was like, yo, y'all know about Sandwich Girl? Crazy. But, like, after, like, three weeks of this, I was like, yo, why is she still grilling me about Sandwich Credit? Like, I felt like she was still looking at me like <laughs> there was more that I was supposed to do, which she was right, but I didn't know. I'm thinking, like, all right, admittedly, you did a good deed, but this is, like, six times I've yeah, given I you credit. For the sandwich. Now you're just being greedy, sandwich lady. Like, I can only I'm giving say thank you, your you so many times yeah. for the sandwich. <laughs> it gets awkward after a while, you know? Yeah, with like, honestly, the move should have been buy her a sandwich. Right. But <laughs> how would you buy yeah. her the sandwich when she's the sandwich maker? Like, I, I, what I brought to the table wasn't up to par with what she Yeah, was you making. know, you couldn't go in and be like, let's try this sandwich. No, and she knows more. Yeah. I still can't say the cheeses that were in the sandwich. Yeah, that's fair. I know. I'm not in that league. I understand. I know my place, but it de it got awkward. It lasted a whole semester. Um, I kept, you know, just we just kept looking at each other. And by the end of it, it was just like this weird, like, ice grill where, like, we knew something was wrong. I don't know what was wrong on mine. I was like, I feel like I said thank you as much as I could 
with a sandwich, <laughs> and she was not happy with that. And I, I'll never. And I, I'm always wondering, like, if she's like back home, like, yo, this asshole. I bought him a sandwich. I taught him how to make the sandwich, and all he could do was say thank you for the sandwich. Like I feel like she's out there somewhere talking shit about me, and 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 my lack of like reading the situation. Yeah, which realistically it was probably just like, oh, that guy was an idiot. He missed the signs. And I, ho- then I hope that's all she's saying. That's all. <laughs> I mean, I've had that experience, not that exact experience, but the experience of not being aware of somebody flirting with you most of college okay. and high school. So it's I've been there. What happened? I feel like there's times where I've uh, been like crushing on somebody and but they're just like, oh, this is just, this was like a nice thing being you in that scenario of like you not were the sandwich seeing. girl? I've been, yeah, I feel like I've been the sandwich person, but then I've also been the person who's like not aware that this anything more than just a sandwich, right? I feel like I've been on both sides of that. I'm trying to think of a good example for each. I probably have more sandwich girl examples of being the sandwich girl. Um, man, I'm get, I'm just, I almost have too many things and I'm like overwhelmed <laughs> of getting too into this. Uh, no, there was this, there was this girl once at a party who, uh, I think, I guess she was flirting with me, but the, the way she was flirting with me, she challenged me to a trivia competition. Okay. And I was just pissed off at her because she was kind of like ruining my night the whole night. Uh, but again, I, looking back on it, she was flirting with me and I was just like, Like I wanted to try to listen to chill music at this party and she put on some dance music and wanted everybody to dance And I was like you took away my chill vibe music That's like strike one and then she cut into a game of beer pong that I was playing And took over the table and I was very pissed and then uh, she walked into the room randomly when everyone was just hanging out uh, Reading trivial pursuit cards because that's what I would do with my friends as we would hang out and ask trivial pursuit questions to each other and she walked into the room and, I, and she said, I bet I'm smarter than everybody in this room. <laughs> yeah, I love this girl. Which is a really weird move. Awesome. And I was like, I don't want to be around this girl anymore. She's bothering me. And then this random person who I barely know was like, what about that guy? And pointed to me. And she looked at me and she's like, oh, I'm definitely smarter than that guy. So then we had this real like trivia off where I just started listing off like periodic table of elements and <laughs> and like... She was like, no, that's not fair. And I went to, I was like, okay, what's your major in college? Because we were in college at the time. She's like, French with a concentration in French Revolution. And I was like, oh, you want to talk about the Battle of Hastings in 1066? You want to talk about the Reign of Terror? Okay, okay. And it was just like, Flex on them, yeah, I was Let's doing go. it, right? And then, and then she just stormed out of the room, like stormed out of the room. And then like 10 minutes later, I was laying down on the couch and she asked if she could lay down next to me. And then she asked me to walk her home, and I was like, I think I'm okay. I'm just going to lay down and go to bed. And all of my friends were like, you have to walk her home. And then so I went and walked her home, and then like as we walked out the door, like within 10 feet, she was holding my hand. And then we made out like under a streetlight for 20 minutes. Okay. And then I never saw her again. <laughs> See, I, I feel like... As, as oblivious as, as I was, I wouldn't have missed that signal. Yeah, I missed all. I missed all of it until she was kissing me, and then I was like, "Oh, this is this is the signal." Yeah. And then I went back and slept, and I was visiting a friend, and I, I yeah, it wasn't like we went to college together or anything. So that was the only time I ever saw her. What neighborhood is this that people talk shit <laughs> about their knowledge of French wars? Yeah, and like calls other people out for yeah. it was this was in uh it was in Beverly, Massachusetts. No doubt. Um they got, that got a woo? Who is from Beverly? The classic Beverly wow, uh really French knowledge that they do there. 
Yeah, it was a really weird time. And it was just like me being very oblivious to this person flirting with me the whole time, but through like aggression, I guess. I don't know what that move was, but I missed all of it until she was kissing me. I like it. I got to say, I feel feel like that, that. So essentially, she was looking for someone that she was better than or someone that would challenge her. I guess she wanted somebody who could like match her, right? Like that was the whole thing is like, I want somebody who could match me intelligence wise. But she wanted the credit for bringing it out of you too. Like she was trying to make you a better Yeah, I feel like she got something out of the fact that she like pushed my buttons enough to make me be like, all right, bring out the alpha. Yeah, you know what I mean? It was, yeah. Cause I don't, I'm not that person. Like I'm not a dick. Like I don't try to be a dick, but she definitely pushed me over the edge where I'm like, all right. I'm gonna like make you feel bad now because I don't know why, but you've done you've opened this up in me, and somehow it worked. That was like the night I realized I would never understand how women work, because uh, it was very confusing. I was so confused for a long time after that. Yeah, I'm still lost now. I've been married ten yeah. years. <laughs> I have no yeah, idea. because you're how still that like, works. how could I have dealt with this sandwich thing differently? Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to improve because it's still very. This I guarantee you. There's stuff at least once a week where my wife is like, I clearly communicated that, and I definitely don't know. Yeah, what's you going missed on. every I sign. I missed all of it. I I ask her all the time to be like, I need I need notes, I need messages. You could send signals through friends and family. Anything you could do to help me understand, like you know, like how like teachers like repeat the lesson several times. Yeah. I think it's like that. You, you can't just say it once. You got to convey it as many ways as possible. Yeah, like you don't know if you're going to be somebody who has to see it on paper versus hear it yeah. versus like yeah, you're you're learning what your learning styles are with yeah. your with your wife and lessons. I think it's important. You need to diversify the different ways you're trying to share this information. Yeah. You know, like if a girl's hitting on you, it shouldn't just be direct like I want smoke signals. You know, maybe get an ad on TV, do a step squad routine. Yeah, it's a long game. Everything you could do, you know, but eventually it clicks. I promise. It's just, it's not easy. So when, what do you remember, like with your wife, do you remember that like clicking point when the two of you maybe started dating or before you started dating of like, oh, this person is into me? I remember exactly when I knew I was on a marrier. Okay. So uh, we were like kind of dating. Uh, she's my best friend's older sister, so I knew her for since I was like 13. Okay, okay. And then we started talking when I was like 19, and uh, I got into this crazy car accident in Queens. Um, so I got home. So I got in a car accident. Um, I get to the hospital. My boys all messed up, um, and I'm worried about them because they were 17, 18. I was like, oh, shit, I'm like the adult here. Um, and it didn't occur to me until like six hours into the hospital visit, like, oh, shit, I was in the accident too. I should go get checked. Um, <laughs> so you all got in this accident together You were worried about how they were doing And then you were like oh fuck I might Yeah cause I gotta talk to their parents You know like yeah. I was clearly in charge And so I'm like in the hospital And I was still like on adrenaline So I was like running around well I was like yo check my man out He was unconscious he was in the car This dude he was sleeping whatever He got this burn And the whole time like I'm like you know going going And finally when I see like everything starting to get settled Like I felt like lightheaded And I'm like yo I was in that car too. Like I ain't feeling all that ace, you know. So they checked me out. My arm was broken. Jeez. Um, and my whole like uh, right side of my face was like burnt. I had a second degree burns. My lip was swollen. I had the worst injuries of all three of us. It's just I happened to be the only one not knocked out. Yeah. So uh, the next day, uh, they get released. I didn't get out till like twelve hours after them. Um, so uh, I come home the next day, 
And I'm looking in the mirror. I, I was beyond like recognition on one side of my face. I look normal on this side. Um, and all my friends come to visit me. I didn't want nobody to visit me on this day. Like, you yeah, know, you're like, eh. this, is, this ain't the time. Like, you ain't going to cheer me up. It's just not going to change nothing. The swelling's going to be what the swelling's going to be. Yeah. Um, and on the way out, everybody's like hanging out, whatever. And then on the way out, she looks at me. She slaps me on the good side of my face. Says, don't do that again. And then she kissed me despite the right side of both of my lips not being there. And I thought that was dope. I was like, yo, like, this is as ugly as I'm going to get. And you're still <laughs> on board. I was like, okay, I'm with you, you know. And she's been a soldier ever since. So I knew that time. I was like, all right, this is, like, this is a thing. Yeah, it's like this is bigger than who I am. Like, yeah. this person cares about me to a level that, like, I don't even care about me. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, I was on board. I was like, all right, I, I don't know um, how your sandwich recipes are, but <laughs> you clearly care, so I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, you hadn't had the sandwich test with her yet, but you no. were like, I guess this other stuff is good enough. Where yeah, this supersedes us. I was like, all yeah. right, I, I, I got I a ride. We could get recipe books and anything. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here to stay. Yeah. yeah. It's been a fun ride since. That was, that was uh, like 17 years ago, I think, now. Oh, wow. So you've been married a long time. Yeah, or married 10 with, and like yeah. together another seven after that. It's, yeah. been, it's been a troop. That's the homie. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, that's like a whole, I mean, I'm, my longest relationship has been like two and a half years. So. Okay. That's solid. And we're not together anymore. That's so, so. still. <laughs> it counts sort it's of still, No, it was a good, it was like a good learning experience, you know, like learn a lot of lessons and you learn about yourself in that scenario, right? I feel like it should like. It's like credit cards. Like, it should count on your history. You yeah. know, like, you should get a rating for it, you know? <laughs> it didn't last, but it was a good run, you know? Yeah, like, I, you know? I think we'd rate each other fairly well. Like, I don't think it would be, like, a negative. I don't know. I don't think it, yeah. I think it was, like, a positive probably for both of us. I don't know. She's not here. We'll uh. get her here. We can get her to check in. Have you have you, have you you talked to ex-girlfriends since doing the show? Um. Well, we broke up. While I was do, I've been doing this podcast. Like oh. we started dating before I did the podcast. We we were dating during the podcast and then have broken up. Uh, we broke up like eight months ago. Yeah, so it's been a while. But uh, yeah, we've like talked once or twice. Nothing like too too much. So do you think this could have broke up the relationship? Like yo, we gonna, I'm gonna talk about all the worst shit <laughs> that's happening to me and. <laughs> Despite me being happy with you, I'm inspired to talk about the heartbreak yeah, instead. I think it's a complicated. It's I think like I didn't think about uh, the fact that me opening myself up because I you know I'm like having these conversations with other people, but just like right now I'm talking about myself a lot in this moment, and I don't think I realized like how much I'd be doing that. And there would be moments like, and she was great because she like was very supportive and listening to it, but then every once in a while she'd be like hey, I never knew about that person that you mentioned in uh -huh. that story. And I'd be like, oh, I wasn't hiding it from you. It just never came up. You know? Drama. And it, and it wouldn't be like drama, drama, but it would just be this weird thing where I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is I've, – I've opened my life up a little bit and made it kind of public and sort of figuring out the balance of that and, like, being okay with that and the person I'm with being okay with that. And that's not why we broke up in any way, but it was like, yeah, it was a lesson that I was learning as this was happening. Yeah. Of like, oh yeah, how do I deal with the people in my life who love me and how they feel about this, uh, which is interesting. That's real, because uh, like when my wife met me, I was uh, 
I was start. I was in college, and I was. I, I be- ended up doing like sales management for most of my career. Yeah. So, um, this is not what she signed up for at all. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, when you like started doing. Yeah, like when I started doing stand up and all of that. Yeah. So she's like, uh, "You can't talk about me." And I was like, "Why not?" So I was like, "That's kind of like all that happens in my days. Like, I, you know, I sell stuff, and then I chill <laughs> with you and the kids. Like, they ain't, ain't yeah, much I don't else have going a on. lot. I don't have a lot else to use. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Well, you can't talk about me on stage." So we had to like figure out like a medium. I was like, uh, "I could talk about her now, but if there's some, if we have an issue, I can't talk about it currently. And if uh, if it's disparaging, it has to be only my shit that's fucking up. Like, I could talk about what I'm doing wrong, but I can't talk about what she's doing." Yeah. I would say, like, I just, that's how my brain kind of works whenever I'm telling stories. And I try to, I think it's like, I, I try to be the bad guy in most of it. And it's not like me trying to, like, be like, oh, this other person messed up. Or maybe they did, but it was, like, because of sort of what I did. And I'm not trying to say, like, this person was wrong. It was right. like, no, I fucked up. And this is how that went. I'm on board with it, like, 99% of the time. Yeah. Um, I And in general, she usually is the right party. My issue is is that I'm performing as well. Like, right now we're talking, but, like, you know, in general, if I'm, if I'm on stage, I'm performing, there's a level of, like, this actually isn't 100% true. Yeah, You know, yeah, like, yeah. it is a show, and people take it as 100% fact. So, like, I'll be hanging out, like, and, like, our friends will be like, yo, G, you an asshole. Like, yo, G, that's fucked up. And I'm like, no, that was me trying to pay bills so that we could <laughs> eat later. You know, like, that that wasn't the truth, truth. You know, like, I'm not a jerk to that level. Yeah, it's and it's finding that balance of, like, what, what do I lean into a little bit for, like, comedic effect? And yeah. then what is actually the thing that is happening in my life? Yeah, because, like, my reputation is ruined with, like, the 20 closest friends, apparently. They're like, yo, <laughs> your wife is a saint. You're a terrible husband. I'm like, no, I'm actually aces. Otherwise, she would have left. It's been 10 years. It's just for this hour a night or so when I'm on stage, I have to talk funny. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're not on board yet. I got to get them. I got to have a talk with uh, our peoples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be like, everyone, we're on the same page. This is what's happening. Yeah, this is who I am. This is how I treat the kids. They'll, they'll corroborate yeah, like my I got, story. Yeah, I got my right wife to write down, this is not, yeah. I'm actually a good guy, and I take care of my family. That's <laughs> all I'm asking, you know? Like, I think I'm going to start, like, a vlog or something, just, like, to document it. Yeah. Like, see, like, I'm good here. It's just <laughs> on stage. I can't, that's not as funny. Yeah, you have to, like, find that balance of what's what's funny and what's true and how to bring them both together. That's all I'm yeah. asking. <laughs> you know, we'll get there. <laughs> I uh, I also wanted to touch on uh, the more like uh, frustrating like family love relationships. So, uh, I got uh, I got kids, and um, uh, my son in particular, like uh, when he was uh, when he was born, he had ear problems, right? So okay. I didn't know that. We didn't know that until he was like two. So um, as is, we had like, I had a hard time communicating with him, and my wife was awesome with them whereas like uh, with my daughter we both had like a real easy time you know, like she was old she was a year older so this was your second kid. yeah my second yeah. kid and i sucked with him being real like, every time i carried him he cried he's like i don't like this dude i don't know what part of the relationship he plays in this house but give me back to the lady yeah. she's awesome um and i kept losing so i was genuinely like frustrated i was like i don't know how to calm this kid down and you know you you you're a team i don't know if you know how like parenting works it's two of you and on occasion, they're going to need to fully rely on one of you. You know, like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. only so many times your wife could be like, yo, I'm going to stay with the kids. Like, sometimes she has to go out to this, and you're going to be a parent by yourself. And 
when that happened, I was, it was five hours of a baby crying in my face, and I had no idea how to calm him down. So this is at like the 10-month mark. We had found ways of avoiding me and my son being the only two people in the house up until this day, <laughs> and I couldn't do nothing about it. So she was like, yeah, I got to go out. I got to go buy uh, – she was buying uh, his clothing for uh, his baptism. Okay. So she's like, I got to go out. I got to go buy it. She's like, you hate shopping. Stay with the kid. He's sleeping. If he wakes up, everything's going to, you know, it's only going to be for so much time. Complete lies. Once she walks out the door, he wakes up five <laughs> hours of screaming in my face. And I was trying to replay everything my wife does. So I'm trying to do that. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to hug him. Nope, not working. I'm going to do the, the dance shuffle thing you do, like the, the, the football carry. Didn't work either. Um, I wrapped them up in different clothing, towels, didn't work. I put the put them on the on, on the carriage and I put the stuffed animals around them. Didn't work either. So I started singing. My voice sounds very different than her voice. None of this <laughs> is working. Um finally, uh I had uh I put on uh the YouTube channel to play random songs and he shuts up when a billionaire by Travi McCoy and uh, Bruno Mars come, come, Bruno Mars comes on. Okay, he shuts up automatically. So I was like, "Oh shit, this is dope," <laughs> you know. So like, song finishes, another Bruno Mars song comes on in the mix. Not a fan. He's like, "Nope, it's just this one song he does I like." <laughs> so I go back, I play it again. I shit you not, he st- he shuts off instant. No crying. I'm like, oh shit, I found something here. Yeah, it was like a cheat code. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I played it for an hour and a half straight. <laughs> One quiet song, the whole time. Quiet the whole time. <laughs> so we get to we get to the baptism on Sunday, two days later, and you know, on baptism they, they throw a whole bunch of water on the baby. It's rude as hell. But they do it. You know, they just drown this kid in water and he starts crying. And, you know, um I was holding him. But Gabby was there with her hand to make sure he was cool. But the water thing that that, that threw everything out. She, he was like, nah, I'm not on board with this party no more. I don't know what's <laughs> happening, but this ain't cool. He starts crying. So Gabby starts reaching for me to reaching to me to grab him. And I instinctively started singing Bruno Mars in the, in, in, in the church. And he shuts up. And I'm like, yo, I got him. You know? So she's like, how'd you do that? And I was like, I was singing the song. So she's like, what song? And I sang the song. I don't know if you know the song, but there's a curse in the chorus. You know, he's like, I want to be a billionaire so fucking bad, right? That's in the hook. And she's like, you sang that in church? I was like, I shut the baby up. That's what I did. You know, I'm victorious. You know, so I was proud. You know, and I got it through. And we're here. We have a great bond now. But it's there's like a point of frustration, too, because he doesn't remember any of this shit. Yeah. So now he sees me. We mad cool. And he doesn't realize. I was like, you don't know how much I had to do to get you to be this chill guy you are today. You know, like. I yep. feel like either there was there was a war fought, you know, and he's just never gonna know. Like that was just my side of it. For you too, was there was there a struggle? Like since that was your second kid, and you said it was like sort of easier with the first. When yeah. the second one, were you like, why is this so different? Like, what's wrong? Like, yeah. why? I thought this. I already did this once, and this was supposed to just be the same. You, and you you would be surprised how much you review because I'm like, all right, clearly same gene pool. That's checked there. <laughs> I um and like you start thinking about different shit like I right, we had sex in the living room for this one <laughs> maybe that played where you got mad because it was a sofa I don't know this one was the bed so I, like you review everything like I right, he doesn't like March and the other sister was born in January he missed the snow I don't know what could have caused this anger 
but he had it and it was clearly towards like my side yeah it was on you and not your wife and you're like what am i doing and i was like and i started like uh at around like the six month mark when i was like really like getting angry at this i started like testing i was like maybe it's like it's like all of us. I was like, no, because he likes my mom. He likes my dad. He likes my siblings. It was just <laughs> me. Like this guy here, I don't know what his problem is, but he a threat, you know, and he didn't like me. So, yeah, he got on board about, you know, a year later and now we're cool. Yeah. But he'll never know how hard I fought for that. <laughs> now he just takes for granted. He's like, yo, what up, Pop? You cool? You want to go do something? And I was like, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's like the most normal thing. And you're like, God, I had to do so much to get here. Like every now and then, I just want to cry for five hours in his face <laughs> and just see how he solves it. Like, yo, and what wait you until he do? tracks down the song "Billionaire," yeah. and then like you stop. Like, yo, you figure it out. This is tormenting. <laughs> you play YouTube randomly. <laughs> it's not right. And it's funny that that was the key. That was like, oh, great. Now I've now everything's fine. Yeah, and I feel like I could hold it over him too. Like, yo, listen, you only shut up when I played this song. So you better live up to this song. This is a real inspirational track. I expect yeah. you to be worth billions of dollars yeah, now, one day. On his wedding day, too, that's the song. Like he's got it. It's just it's every part of his life now. This is the story I'm telling at his wedding. Like one hundred percent. Yeah. Like, yo, listen, if this kid starts crying in your house because the mortgage is too high, honey, you play this song. It'll save your marriage. I'm ready for it. Yeah. It's gonna be a great day. It's gonna be a great day. Um, you don't have kids, right? I don't have kids. No. My, so my parents have three, me and my two younger sisters. Uh, so I grew up, grew up the oldest, which I feel like I always put that like oldest kid thing on me where I was like, I have to like protect my sisters, even okay. though they were fine. Like every, but I had that thing, I, I got to set a good example. Like I was the lamest kid because I always like followed the rules and everything. Because in my head, I was like, oh, I got to be good because I have these sisters that need to know what being good is. I don't know. It was like, <laughs> and whatever in my head was like, I just follow the rules. I don't think it was fully them, but it was like part of me was like, I'm an influence, right? Like I have to like set a good example. Uh, and I don't think it changed any. I think they it turned out the way they turned out and I had no <laughs> effect on it. Yeah, I've uh, come to accept that with like, uh, with kids because, uh, like my parents, like my my dad is like one of like eighteen. My, my mom is one of eleven. I'm one of three. I got two, and I I can't see like any correlation between quality of parents and quality of kids at all. Yeah. Um, even now, like being frank, like I'm I'm okay as a parent. I, I accept that. I think I'm I'm average. I think I'm doing what I can. I think wait, it's like driving. Like everyone says, I'm a good parent. We can't all be good parents. Like that's just bullshit. Like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. You know, like not all of you deserve that that card on the holiday, right? Like it's just a lie. <laughs> we do it because that's the only parent you know. You are my best father and mother. Sure, you are the only yes, yeah. father and mother. So you know, but I, I feel like too many people think they are crushing it. I accept. I'm a, I'm I. You know, I'm doing what I can. I'm not the best. There clearly could have been better fathers, but yeah. I'm, I'm an eye father. I'm not the worst. By the same token, I do think my kids are substantially better than my parenting. Yeah, and yeah, like they're, they're benefiting more than what you're giving it. You're yeah, putting like in this I, much, I, and they're taking out like this much. Yeah, I'm like, all right, you guys are crushing it in school. I, I did not. You know, <laughs> like I don't know how you're pulling this off. I know I'm not helping that much with the school yeah. work. Um, my son's in great shape. I'm not in great shape. You know, like he's doing push-ups. He's doing he he uh he counts calories as a nine-year-old. 
He shamed me last week for eating Cheetos. <laughs> he came over to the he came over to the living room. He looked at my bag. He's like, Dad, it's too much sugar. <laughs> A nine year old yeah. told me. Yeah, this I had is too the, much you, sugar. You almost can't let them get too good as kids because then you look bad. Right. Because they're shaming you. And that's the thing. So, and, and so now I'm at a point where, like, is it the fact that I'm below par is what's raising their game? You know, yeah, like, yeah. maybe they're like, yo, we, we got we to, gotta, like, get past this. Like, this is a struggle. <laughs> this is our, our hurdle, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're going to be, you're going to be the focal point of all their stories. Yeah. Like, when they, when they do up. the documentary, I'm yeah. the trouble in the story, you know? <laughs> like, when if he gets in, like, a sports league, I'm in the 30 for 30, like, shame yeah. part of it. You know, like, oh, man. He overcame his he, dad, who did nothing. Shadow <laughs> <to laughs> <laughs> sofas, and he went to nightclubs and talked that night, despite this. But yeah, I don't see. Oh, it doesn't seem like fully on that level. But yeah, no, I guess no. You. But I'm, but I'm <laughs> yes, saying, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. know for a fact, like, I'm doing fine. Yes. but I know I'm not crushing it as a dad, you know. And I know that I, I've, I feel like I'm on par with the majority of dads I meet. But I also I know I've met yo that dad he's killing it I ain't on that yeah level. like I can't get there yeah like. I'm not I'm just not gonna lie like I, I can't do that and I know this dad's worse but in turn I know my kids crush a lot of kids that I seen their dad bringing the A game like I I still haven't <laughs> been to any of these Saturday baseball games just, I can't do it like I add nothing of value until last year you didn't know how to play the game I was going there to watch all of you run the wrong way I was batting off of a tee it was a three hour waste of my time I'm not on board I bought the uniform have fun I will see you when you understand directions <laughs> you know but yeah, you're there to support, and then it's like it's on you to get to that next level, and then I'll be there to support you again. Exactly. <laughs> Once you are good enough where it's entertaining for me to watch, then I'll show up. <laughs> but until then, I'm not. It's just, it's, it is what it is. Like, when you're in, 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 parents don't want to admit this publicly, but like the first time your kid says a word, it's like, oh, that's beautiful. But then, like, that whole next week when they're only saying that word, I know you guys are annoyed, right? It's not just me, right? <laughs> like when they say they, they they say like soap or something, they're like oh that's cute, you learned a new word, and then they're just repeating soap. <laughs> for yeah, then you're like, oh no, something's broken. Stop, you're on repeat. Like, <laughs> I know this got dark for the audience; they don't want to admit it, but I know I'm right. <laughs> I know every. Yeah, they all had this like moment of realization of like, oh yeah, that's true. They're like, yeah, I know. It's frustrating, but you're in it. You're looking back. It's cool. Like, oh, that was great. He learned how to talk. I rem it's funny. Ha ha. But in the moment, as a parent, when it's happening, you don't want to deal with that shit. Like, yo, you know, the first time your kids try to tell you a story, you know how incoherent that nonsense is. <laughs> oh my god. I still don't know what the fuck they were talking about. Yeah, especially as you as like a performer, you're like, that's a bad arc. You didn't set that up right. Like, where are you going with this? Started in the middle. Crayons. Yeah. TV. What is happening? Go work on that. Like, you, you know, like, it's frustrating, but yeah. they're trying. So the first time, oh, that's cute. Ha ha. Yeah, you tried to tell me something. But they keep trying. I'm like, I don't want to be a part of this process. I just want the finished part, but I get it. You have to be because that's yeah, how they get, get better. Yeah, they're getting those notes along the way that's getting them better. Yeah. So yeah. as a parent, I do it. I know it improves them. As a as an adult who has Netflix and HBO and has compared that level of entertainment to the <laughs> bullshit this kid is telling me right now, it's not the same. I'm, I'm not on board with it. So, yes, as a parent, I'm a, yeah, no, you should try saying this first. What happened to this person so I can understand the story? But when I'm, like, just watching it, I'm like, yo, hunt, when he leaves the room, I tell my wife, like, yo, what the fuck was happening? <laughs> what did he just say? You tell me. 
Uh, that feels like a good place to leave it. I feel like uh, <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna top that. So, uh, Gasser, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, buddy. real pleasure. This is how we love. This is how we fight for something that's right. Love hurts is produced, hosted, and edited by Brian Berlin. Theme music by Mickey Hommel. Show art by Caroline Mallon. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Instagram and Twitter at lovehurtspod, and our website is lovehurtspod.com. I'm Brian Berlin, And this is Love Hurts.